Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station for the Inner Life at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction. Coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today. And today, well, it's Ash Wednesday, and our journey through Lent is beginning. This marks our 40 days in the desert, uh, all pointing to Calvary and, of course, Easter Sunday, this is uh, the first day of our Lenten practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So as you look ahead, what are your hopes for this Lent in your own faith journey? And as you walk into uh, this desert experience of Lent, uh, what are you hoping for? We'd love to hear your story today. We'll open up our phone lines as we do every day. But first, here to help us on the journey, back with us once again, one of our regular contributors, our spiritual director today, Father John Girardi. Father John, a priest in the Diocese of Green Bay, Wisconsin. He is the vicar for canonical services and associate moderator of the Curia in the Diocese. Father John Girardi, welcome back. A pleasure to have you on the program today. Thank you, Chuck. Great to be with you and all of our listeners. Looking forward to our discussion as we begin our Lenten journey, Ash Wednesday. And as I mentioned, we'll get our phone lines open here in just a moment, inviting you to join us on the program today. But, um, Father John, get us started. We talk about the 40 days of Lent, uh, this desert experience. And I've been reading the last couple of days, and basically the question is, haven't we already been suffering enough? Why do we have to go through Lent now, too? Well, it's... uh I'd like to say to everyone, it's here. So, so whether or not uh, Lent is here, and it's a blessing. You know, it's this it's this time of forty days of going inside, reflecting on our lives, uh, prayer, fasting, almsgiving, uh, getting ready for what? Getting ready for Easter joy. Uh, but before we celebrate, we have to we have to ponder about the reason why we celebrate, which is that we have a Savior, and that we need to be saved. I think that, uh, you know, certainly uh, this past year, uh, or this recent unpleasantness, as I like to call it, uh, has been giving us, all of us, ample opportunities to recognize that we need a Savior, that we live in a broken and fallen world, uh, that, that things are a mess. And Lent, of course, sometimes it feels like, well, why do we need to remember that? Because we, we've been living it for a whole year. But yet, how to sanctify this? how to make it holy, how to make it good, and always with an eye towards Easter, right? You know, it's, I, it's always important to remember as we are carrying our crosses and reflecting on these things that Easter has come, Easter is coming, uh, and that all will be well. 
So those are some initial initial thoughts, Chuck. Yeah. Well, then, Father John, talk a little bit about what you just uh, mentioned. Uh, this uh, uh, this uh, how to sanctify this season, how to make it good. And I've just been thinking a lot about certainly with the pandemic and everything, all of us have been going through to one degree or another. Is this really then this year, twenty twenty one? Now, is this an opportunity for us to really make this Lent the best one ever for each of us? Well, we've had lots of practice. <laughs> we've had lots of practice, each of us, in our own way. And some of us, of course, have had very heavy crosses this past year. But once again, um, the the living reality of our Catholic faith, uh, which is such an incarnational faith, we, we have the this changing of the seasons, just like we see outside in different parts of our country, we see the changing of the seasons. Well, inside the church, inside our hearts, uh, we have this season of reflection. We have this season of penitence. We have this season of preparation. Yeah, you know, it's uh, why more? Well, I think we're, we've gotten pretty good at it. At least most of us have <laughs> this past year. So here we are officially. Uh, I think there's every reason why this should be a, a very fine Lent for all of us. Father John Girardi, our spiritual director, if you're just uh, joining us on the program today, let's open up our phone lines if you'd like to join us on this Ash Wednesday. And as we begin our uh, journey through Lent, uh, toll-free phone number if you'd like to uh, join in the conversation today, 888-914-9149, our email address, innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. But as you think about uh, Ash Wednesday and uh, the journey in front of you, what are you hoping for? We'd uh, love to hear uh, what you might say to that. Question, but when has uh, Lent helped you grow in your faith and helped you change uh, something in your life? Toll free again if you'd like to join us, 888 914 9149. So, Father John, I'm curious. Uh, Father Nathan Reisman uh, from the Archdiocese of Milwaukee was our spiritual director yesterday, mm-hmm. and he brought up it was really interesting to me. And so, here's my question to you What are you hearing? He was, he was saying that as we were talking about. Uh, uh, Shrove Tuesday, Mardi Gras, and everything else uh, with Fat Tuesday yesterday. He was hearing from his parishioners, they were kind of eager. That was the word he used, eager to begin Lent uh, this year for some reason. And I'm just curious, what are you hearing from people in the Diocese of Green Bay as they are entering into Lent? Well, I, I, I haven't heard eager, but, uh, you know, that's <laughs> that's uh, entirely possible. Uh, and, and Father Nathan's a good friend of mine. Uh, but I, I think that uh, the the experience I have in the parishes where I help out on on the weekends is uh, the people know Lent is coming. I, I think there's there's a there's a feeling of safety and security and peace in the rituals that we have in the church. That despite everything, here we are at Lent. We made it. You know, despite everything, we're able to gather together as Christians to come to Mass. We might have to receive ashes in a different way. You know, we might have to be a little bit seated further apart from each other. But yet there's a sense of, okay, the, 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 the standard cycle of life, the rituals of the church, which are so basic for us as Catholics and yet so powerful and important, um, they're back. It's time again. It's time for Lent. And that's good. Mm. Well, and we're talking about a, a, a desert experience, obviously, as we uh, walk through through Lent. But that's such an interesting word. Uh, we made it. And now, I mean, it's safe. We know what to expect, certainly in the church. And there is some element of safety to this, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And, uh, you know, that's why 
we are all creatures of routine, uh, Chuck, and we all are. And I know that in many, many dioceses today, including my own, uh, the, the method of distributing ashes is a little different, where we're using the European form of, of sprinkling ashes on top of the head rather than uh, touching a person on his or her forehead. But even that change of routine, uh, as, as, as difficult as it may be, and as people may complain a little bit about it, it shows, I think, the reality that we are into this ritual of life as Catholics, and there's a holiness to that. And yes, we made it. We made it to Lent, and you know what? We're going to make it to Easter, too, and that's good news. That's good news. That, yeah, that's very good news. Father John Girardi, our spiritual director, talking about Lent on this uh, Ash Wednesday. And again, if you'd like to join us, uh, toll-free number 888-914-9149. When has Lent made a difference in, in your life, and uh, what are you hoping for uh, this Lent in uh, your journey of faith? Again, toll-free if you'd like to join us, 888 Four nine and um, Father Father John, uh, just walk us a little bit into some of the the basics of of Lent. Uh, just the the wearing of ashes. So why do we do that? I, I think we 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 have ashes. We we are given ashes because it it is a humbling sign. Uh, remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. We hear that in Genesis, and you know we can get so full of ourselves. We can think that we're so great, that we're in charge of everything, and that everything revolves around us, which is, of course, always the sin of pride, um, that ashes remind us of, of the reality that our bodies are mostly made up of carbon and that that's where we will go back to as our soul lives on and that, that there's a place for repentance and humbling ourselves before God. Uh, nothing could be more humble than ashes. Uh, and it, it's it's hard. It's it's a hard thing to you know. I I often tell folks in November when we celebrate All Souls, you know, walk through a cemetery if you're if you're having if you're you're you're, you're having one of those days. Walk through a cemetery because it will it will make everything right. It, you will see things in perspective. And uh, I think Ash Wednesday and all of Lent is a similar experience. It, it focuses the mind on God, our littleness and how much we rely on him. Yeah. And then, Father John, can you talk a little bit? I mean, for me, you know, we talk about the discipline of Lent, which I really need to work on, by the way. <laughs> um, but discipline, <laughs> <do>. but <laughs> but I, I just look at, at the season of Lent as really a time to change. Right. And I say it often on the program. I'll say it again because I like to say it. Change is wonderful as long as somebody else is doing it. And so, so Lent for me, and I think, and I hope for all of us, really gives us some time to really reflect on where we need to change and to use this season to really begin some concrete measures to change our lives, to love others better, to, to be a better Catholic, a better Christian. This is really a, a great, back to the word opportunity again, but a really a time to, to focus on and change ourselves. Change is hard. Uh, you know, it's, it's an experience I, I'm having in my own life. I'm, I'm 45, and I, I suppose I'm thoroughly now ensconced in middle age. And uh, there, there was a time, you know, when I was in my 20s or, or uh, early 30s where I, I said, okay, I'm going to make a change, and, and it just was very easy. But, but now I try to make a change in life, big or small, and it's like driving a truck without power steering. I, I turn the wheel and nothing happens. 
And it's it's hard. It's hard to make changes. It's hard to repent. Um, it's it's hard to turn. But the the thing is 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 we're not in this alone, right? Uh, when it comes to the spiritual life, it's all God's grace. We just have to be open to it. The Lord Jesus does the heavy lifting for us. We just need mm. to show up and cooperate. And again, these forty days of Lent. All the, you know, whether it's the fasting or the prayer or the almsgiving, what we're giving up for Lent or the particular act of penance that we are doing, um, all involves a change, but it's, it's opening us up for God to work in us and through us. And uh, again, the, the difficulty in life, especially as we get older, is we try to do it all ourselves. The, the easiness, the lightness, is that when we allow God to do it through us. Yeah. Walk us a little bit, uh, Father John, and if you would, into, into Jesus and certainly his desert experience. Uh, what, what can we learn from our Lord? So he goes off to the desert and, and to pray, which is very interesting. You know, the, the second person of the Holy Trinity, uh, God incarnate, goes to pray and, of course, speaking to his Father. And uh, he goes off to this deserted place in his humanity to rest. And then there, uh, as it often is the case of the scriptures where, where Jesus goes off to pray, and it's, it's not just the desert experience, it's in many times in the scriptures, usually there's an interruption. The apostles show up, the, uh, the disciples come and bring them back, sick people show up, or as we often hear in the, the first few weekends of Lent, uh, the, the, the devil shows up and tries to tempt the Lord with um, power, with pleasure, um, with pride. And um, Jesus, of course, uh, fights against it, of course, <laughs> and and he vanquishes the devil, of course. Uh, I know in, in Luke's gospel, I believe it's Luke's gospel, where it says, and the devil left him for a time. Uh, so it shows that the evil one often comes back and tries again with us. But that desert, that desert experience of going out to pray is something that even Jesus did. And what an experience we have, an opportunity we have this Lent to do the same. Yeah. Should we expect to be tempted? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, the principle of the spiritual life um, is if it happened to Jesus, it will happen to us. Passion, death, and resurrection, joys and sorrows. If we are united to our Lord, part of his body, the church, we're able to receive Holy Communion. We are in communion with our Lord Jesus. Happen to him, it will happen to us. So temptations will come. I mean, just this morning, I was I was driving here to the studio, Chuck, and I I was passing McDonald's, and I'm thinking how wonderful it would be to have a hamburger today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I, uh, you know, I was just thinking about food, and of course, this is the day for many of us are fasting. So, so yeah, the temptations come, and I think just to to expect it. And God will give us the, the strength to overcome it. Yeah. And then uh, back to uh, what you said earlier in terms of our focus. I mean, it's on Easter. It's the yes. Easter joy. So the temptations, uh, but stay focused on Jesus. Is that uh, one of our lessons uh, on this Ash Wednesday? Yeah. And, it, you know, Chuck, you've heard me say this so many times before. It's one of my phrases. But, you know, for every Good Friday in life, there is it must be an Easter Sunday. For every Good Friday, there must be an Easter Sunday. The resurrection will come. Uh, we, we have this period now of fasting and prayer and almsgiving in a desert. 
But the reason for it is not to stay here. The reason for this is to prepare us for the joy of Easter in April, but also at the end of our lives. Um, so I just, I just urge folks to keep on going. It's day one. We're going to make it. And we are going to make it. Gonna make we it. are talking today about uh, Ash Wednesday, about our Lenten journey. What are you hoping for uh, in your uh, in your experience of Lent uh, in this uh, crazy year of 2021? And when has Lent helped you grow in your faith? How has it changed you? We'd love to hear the story. Jeff, Father John Girardi is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Matthew, Chapter 6. Verses 1 through 6 and verses 16 through 18. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, Close the door and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting except to your Father who is hidden and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com slash forester. If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. She fell on her knees and said, I haven't prayed since I was young. But Lord above, I need a miracle.
This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction on Relevant Radio. Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz, Jim Shaper, answering your phone calls. Father John Girardi, our spiritual director. Father John, a priest in the Diocese of Green Bay, Wisconsin, vicar for canonical services and associate moderator of the Curia in the Diocese. And uh, one of our regular contributors uh, on The Inner Life have uh, been with us uh, from the beginning, mm-hmm. about um, uh, 15 years here on the air with The Inner Life. So it's always good to have Father John on the program talking about Ash Wednesday on this Ash Wednesday as we begin our journey through Lent. And if you'd like to join us, uh, we invite certainly any questions if you have about your Lenten journey. But as you think about uh, Lent and certainly in the year 2020, what are you hoping for? And when has uh, Lent helped you grow in your faith? When has Lent helped you change something in your life and maybe in your faith? Uh, we'd love to hear the story again toll-free. If you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149, our email address, life at relevantradio.com. So, Father John Girardi, we're just getting word into all of you in our listening audience uh, that Rush Limbaugh, has uh, lost his battle with his cancer. This um, broadcasting icon, conservative uh, talk show uh, radio pioneer, um, had been uh, living with uh, cancer, and uh, we just got word that uh, he died uh, this morning mm-hmm. at the age of 70. And um, Father John, I don't know if you want to have anything to say about that, certainly praying for um, his uh, eternal soul, praying for his family in this time of loss. I used to kind of kid a little bit that uh, Rush Limbaugh was our competition here on The <laughs> Inner Life. <laughs> yes, or maybe we were his competition right. uh, as he uh, as he was uh, really a broadcasting icon. And uh, again, uh, we're we, uh, just getting word that... Uh, Rush Limbaugh has uh, passed away at the age of 70. Yeah, Chuck, you know, as, as the news was, was hitting during the break, and uh, I was listening to the beautiful reflection of Father Jim Kubicki about uh, death and about uh, this day of Ash Wednesday. You know, it, it's interesting, you know, the, the, the most famous people and the most uh, humble of, of persons that live very quiet, invisible lives, no matter who we are or what we've done, no matter what our opinions are or the stances we take, um, we're all going to face death one day. And uh, it does focus the mind, especially when somebody is influential and as famous as Rush Limbaugh or others who die. You know, you, they, they, you think that individuals are immortal. We think ourselves that we are immortal. And, of course, the, you know, the business, uh, Chuck, you and I are in here in, in ministry to the church and God's people is a, a gentle reminder to others, but also ourselves, that there is more to life than this world, that this is not our abiding home, that we're just passing through. Uh, and so uh, we pray for, for Russia's soul. We pray for the souls of all of those who have who died this day. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to a new heaven and a new earth. Um, this is the hope we have. Father John Girardi, our spiritual director, uh, thanks for those thoughts. Uh, again, if you're just joining us, uh, news uh, just breaking that uh, Rush Limbaugh has uh, lost his battle with cancer and has uh, died this morning at the age of 70. So just wanted to pass that along to everybody uh, talking about our Lenten journey and Ash Wednesday. A couple of phone calls. Stay with us. We'll get right to you. But Father John, um, to get back to the subject at hand, mm-hmm. 
We begin Lent uh, really in such an outward way. I think it's really interesting for me early on in the church when I would go to Ash Wednesday and new to the faith, it was kind of like, I don't know if I want to go out in public. Do I really want to go out and have lunch today because I've got these ashes on my forehead? Right. Um, but um, why, why in such an outward way? I think that's so interesting when we stop to think about that. Well, it's it's a you know it's a reminder of who we are as Christians. Uh, you know that increasingly people um, are invisible in their faith today, uh, and and our people are ashamed to profess their faith in Jesus Christ today, which is is quite alarming. And uh, the, the the situation is getting worse and worse, where the pressures build up against us in a society that's turning away from Jesus and the gospel. And yet to have these ashes on your forehead, at least in, in happier times, is an, an outward manifestation of that, of what's going on inside, that we are Christian. We are marked with the sign of the cross. Now, this year, of course, we, because of the, the pandemic, we, we have the ashes on top of our heads sprinkled, uh, which is perhaps less visible. But I'm sure in years, years to come, we will return to the traditional practice in our country of ashes on the forehead. But it's it's that outward sign of what is inside that we are marked with the sign of the cross, that we belong to Jesus, that we are that we are His. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because the last couple of years I've noticed uh, broadcasters, and I won't get into names, but some broadcasters actually have the ashes on their on their forehead while they're on the air. And I've always sat back and thought, "Wow, yeah. what a great what a great witness that is!" Absolutely. And then, and just think for all of us, um, you know, on Ash Wednesday, that we, to your point, Father John, we are witnesses to what we believe in and to what we profess. Absolutely, absolutely. It's and there are many ways that we can manifest our faith. You know, uh, this is just one way and one day during the year. But I think as Christians, we we have to increasingly, um, we're going to be increasingly noticed as we strive to live our faith. As as the world goes the way it's going. And things, you know, continue to dissolve around us. Uh, those of us who have the light of Christ in us, who are trying to follow the way of the Lord Jesus despite our brokenness, um, are going to stand out like a light uh, on a lampstand, as the Lord says. And mm-hmm. so people will notice. And so we have to grow increasingly comfortable with that fact. Yeah. And then let me bring the today's gospel into this from Matthew, where where the Lord is uh, telling uh, his uh, listeners uh, back then that uh, that to to um, take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Right. And he's talking about doing things in secret. And yet here we are on Ash Wednesday, walking around our little worlds with ashes on our on our foreheads. Right. Yeah. Well, and again, it could be done. Uh, with 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 noble and holy sentiments, or it can be done, I suppose, with prideful and sinful sentiments. That can be the case for so many things, you know. But this is the day that when we we do that, but it's symbolic of what's going on inside. That's that's what matters. Yeah, Father John Girardi, our spiritual director. Let's take uh, some phone calls and let's start with Marie, listening in New York. Marie, uh, thank you for waiting. Welcome to the Inner Life today. Hi, Marie. Hi. Hello. Hi, Father. Uh, I have a question. Uh, my husband and I are uh, elderly, and I wasn't able to get to church today. Mm-hmm. So I had old palms, and I burned them, and I put the ashes on our head. 
was that all right, or did I do something wrong? <laughs> well, I don't think you did anything wrong, Marie. Uh, typically, the ashes, uh, you know, are sacramental because they're 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 blessed, you know, and uh, and they're blessed at mass for the Ash Wednesday and then distributed. So there's there's a there's a part of that which is the blessing of the priest, which makes them that sacramental. Uh, so I mean, obviously, you used a palm, which I'm sure was blessed. You burned it yourself. Um, that's probably not the ordinary way by which we do it, but uh, I don't think it was wrong. But uh, I think next time around, probably if you guys can get to church or somebody could bring ashes to you from your parish, you know, I think that many parishes I know here in the Midwest, they they have folks, uh, perhaps in, in different times, where we're able to go and, and bring ashes to an individual. Uh, so maybe your parish can do that. I don't know what it's like in New York, but... Um, Anyway, uh, next year, uh, if you guys can go to Mass and receive those ashes, I think that would be for the best. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I didn't do anything no, bad. No, no, I, mean, <laughs> okay. I think, I think okay. your heart's in the right place, Marie. Uh, you know, it, it, I, somehow the Lord works through that, but uh, I don't think it would be, strictly speaking, in sacramental as you get in church. But uh, I think you're heading in the right direction. Yeah. Marie, thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, good to have you with us today. Let's head to California. Dave is listening uh, way out west. And uh, hello, Dave. Welcome to the program today. Hi, Dave. Uh, good morning. Thanks yep. for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I'm, I was just taken back by the by the not putting the... I went to, to Mass this morning to get the ashes and, and so forth and ready to start the journey here. Right. And, you know... The sprinkling on the head, I, I've been, to be quite honest, I've been kind of getting a little disenchanted with the church. Not with, not with Christ, of course. I still have full faith in that, but it just seems, for whatever reason, we just, you know, whether it's not letting people into the church, you know, or, you know, to, to worship because of some of these things, and right. sometimes I think we have to press forward. And I'm, I, I like I said, I. I'm, I'm getting kind of disenchanted and kind of bothered, yeah. quite frankly. I, I, I understand the, the the reading, and you know, but we're also called on to evangelize and talk to people about God and how what our you know thing is. And I think uh, I, I I think that's Ash Wednesday is a proud time for Catholics when they when they show their their faith and this is the start to the journey. Anyway, that's my, my yeah point. yeah Dave. So so you're you know it's a good point. Um, I, I think. Uh, we got to be real clear here. I mean, certainly, there's been a lot of adjustments in, in Catholic life this past year, and, and uh, one can have a variety of opinions as to whether these adjustments have been for the good or for ill. Um, however, the distributing of ashes on the top of a head is actually the practice for millions of, of Catholics throughout the world. This is the practice in many countries in Europe. Um, it's, it's the standard practice in Italy. Uh, you know, there, there's many places throughout the world where they don't put ashes on the forehead. They put ashes on the top of your head. They sprinkle them. So the, this, this directive has come from the Congregation for Divine Worship, Cardinal Sarah in Rome, who, who knows his liturgy very well. Um, and uh, this is the practice from the, the U.S. bishops have said that just for this year, we're going to be sprinkling ashes on top of the head. So it's not something that's been invented out of the air. It's, it's a practice that's part of taking place in other parts of the church and something which we've adopted this year just to try to prevent the spread of disease. I agree um, there is a, a powerful witness um, to others of having a cross on our foreheads uh, for evangelization. 
I can also tell you that there are some people, I'm told, in Europe who look at us as Americans with crosses on our foreheads and they think that it's very arrogant, that it's better to do it quiet, having on top of your head. So anyway, you know, this is unfortunate both all ways around. But this is what the Church is doing uh, in our country this day. It comes from Rome. It's fine. And I think we all hope that next year we'll get back to the traditional practice for us in the United States of on our foreheads. Dave, thanks uh, for joining us. We appreciate that. Uh, Father John Girardi is our spiritual director on this Ash Wednesday in Lent. And as you look at your Lenten journey, what are you hoping for? And when has Lent helped you maybe change and grow in your faith? Toll-free number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Inner Life Show or email us at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Good to have you with us on The Inner Life today. Father John Girardi is our spiritual director. Father John, one of our regular contributors, a priest in the Diocese of Green Bay, Wisconsin. This is uh, Ash Wednesday. Our Lenten journey is beginning, and uh, phone lines are open. A little bit of time left if you'd like to uh, try and join us on the program. As you uh, look at your Lenten journey in this uh, different kind of uh, Lent uh, 2021 after uh, dealing with a pandemic, living with that, trying to do our best. Uh, what are you hoping for uh, this Lent in uh, your journey of faith? Toll free if you'd like to join us in the time we have left, 888-914-9149. And so, Father John, I guess what I'd like to talk about a little bit is change. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've just uh, seen this as uh, Lent as certainly an opportunity to to really change something, some virtue, grow in our faith uh, during Lent. And um, can you talk about that a little bit? I know for me, and I don't really, honestly, I don't remember if it was uh, a Lenten journey. It very well could have been. But I just decided as a convert, I wanted to know more about this this sacrament called confession. Mm-hmm. And um, I just decided I'm going to start going. I mean, if everybody says this is so good for us, I want to just see what this is all about. So I really committed to uh, go to confession once a month. And I don't remember when that happened. It's been a good number of years. But wow, did it change me. Yes. And I love the sacrament of reconciliation once a month. I'm doing the best I can to to get there and to grow in my faith. So change, I mean, Lent really gives us an opportunity to change something in our life. And I just look at con- to confession, you and our listening audience. I would challenge you, if you're not getting to confession on a regular basis, use Lent to do that. And uh, this is really a great opportunity again for us, isn't it? It is. It is. And and change is, as we mentioned earlier in the program, is hard, um, but it's part of life. And to to roll with it, you know, and to realize that God's grace is part of it. Uh, so often, I don't know about you, Chuck, I, I know in, in my life where I I sometimes get out ahead of the Lord a little bit, and, and I think, well, okay, I'm in charge of this whole thing called life, and my life, and what I'm doing, and where I'm going, and and boy, I get tired, <laughs> I get tired very mm-hmm. quickly, and things because they're because things are not working well, because I'm trying to do it all myself. And I, I think the 
to realize that God is in charge and that the changes that come in life, whether it's the death of a loved one or a job or a move or, or just aging um, or a pandemic or whatever it is, uh, that, that the Lord and his providence is, I guess, the theological word. His, his providence, which is God's loving care, is at work in our lives. He's in charge, and it will be for the best if we allow him to work in us and through us and uh, not to insist in our pride on our own way. Uh, but Lent is this opportunity, I think, to, to, to enter into this, this changing of the seasons, the changing of the liturgical year, and uh, preparing for uh, the resurrection of Jesus at Easter, which is the greatest of changes. Yeah. I, I tell the story my wife, Judy, uh, one Lent when she was a little girl, decided she was going to make the bed every day. Something as simple as that. And today, after all of these years of marriage, uh, our bed is made every day. It just became a habit and discipline and order and everything else about that. But something as simple as that can really make a difference, uh, really, for the rest of your life. It's so true. It's so true. And, and you know, she, she made that decision, and she did it. And the little changes, the little decisions that you and I make uh, during these next 40 days, praying a little bit more, going back to confession, um, asking for forgiveness, being willing to forgive, acts of patience, um, stopping eating 12 cookies a day, uh, <laughs> which is what I need to work on, uh, is uh, these are all changes that will be positive in uh, their result. And uh, it starts small, folks. You know, little by little by little, we'll get there and allow God yeah. to fight the battle for you. Yeah. Let's take a phone call. Samantha listening in California. Thank you for the call. Welcome. You're on the air with Father John Girardi. Thank you. Oh, thank you for taking my call. I have a funny little story. My son, Michael Garrity, was away at college his freshman year, and he was living in the dorm, and it was Ash Wednesday, and his roommate came tearing into his dorm room out of breath and all excited, and he goes, Michael, Michael, I'm all freaked out. I'm seeing all these people everywhere. And they have these ashes on their forehead, and it's just really scary. And he looked up, and Michael had ashes on his forehead. He goes, oh, no, they got you, too. And Michael just started laughing. He goes, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. We're not some kind of weird cult. And then he had to sit down and explain everything to his roommate. But it was so funny. My son is still laughing about it to this day, at how freaked out his roommate was about all the ashes that he saw that first year at college. Yes. <laughs> so I love telling that story. It's a great story. The joys of college, the joys of having roommates. These are, these are uh, memories that are all in our minds. But yeah. <laughs> that's a great way to evangelize. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they they caught you, too. I love it. What a great story. Thanks, uh, Samantha, for joining us on the program. Father John Girardi, our spiritual director, talking about our Lenten journey and change. And uh, so, Father John, let's uh, talk about change. We haven't uh, made it public uh, too much yet, but uh, I will. Um, I know next week we were going to talk about it. But uh, after a lot of prayer and discernment, uh, it's time uh, for uh, Chuck Neff to, to uh, move on from relevant radio. So uh, we from Friday will be my last broadcast 
Here on Relevant Radio, it's been an incredible journey, just a beautiful, beautiful time for me to spend time with good priests like Father John and so many of you in our listening audience who take time to listen and then call in. But Father John, you've been with us from the beginning, haven't you? Oh, my goodness, Chuck. You know, I I, I think we go back 15 years. It was the first season. I believe it was a two-hour program at that time. And, uh, you know, I was I was in a small little Wisconsin town, and uh, I had told the parishioners that I was going to be on the radio, which they were very enthused about. And some of the parishioners had been involved in radio themselves, so they brought me a microphone and set it up in my small little office in my, my, my home right next to the country church. And uh, we just began. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been, you and I have been talking to each other, Chuck, I think, Maybe ten times a year for these past yeah. fifteen years, and uh, you know what a what a privilege it is to minister to God's people, isn't it? Well, it really is, and, and I, I often tell people I've got the best job in the oh, world. I get to be on a radio program, and I get to spend an hour a day with a Catholic priest, <laughs> <laughs> live on the radio, and you know, just to, to 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 walk with God's people and to all the calls that, that certainly you and I have received over the years, and, and many of my brother priests have working with you. Um, just it's a really great blessing, and. Uh, uh, a memory that I will have in my heart for the rest of my life. Oh, well, God bless you. Thank you for saying that. It's interesting what I remember about some of our, our times on the radio, uh, Father John, early on, uh, and what happens behind the scenes. <laughs> I mean, well, we're talking all the time to the priest and uh, to let them know what's coming up. And it, it, there's a lot going on that you don't, in our listening audience, don't know about. And so I was telling Father John, and if you hear the music, it's a little production technique we do. So we have cues on the air. Uh, when I say the priest's name, Nick rolls the music. Uh, the first break, uh, it's uh, usually the priest's name that, that rolls, uh, helps us roll the music. So I remember early on I was explaining to Father John that, uh, so Father John, when, when you hear the music, that means we've got 30 seconds or 60 seconds, whatever it was, to, and you jumped right in to land the plane. Land the plane. Got to <laughs> land the plane, 30 seconds. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Chuck. Yeah, that and all these memories. You know, I, I just... Uh, I don't want to embarrass you, but I just want to tell all of the listeners and those who are listening recently or for many years that um, the, the the voice you hear of Chuck on the radio is who he is as a real person in real life. The voice and the man is the same. And uh, I've enjoyed ministering with you, your compassion, your love of our Lord Jesus and his church. Uh, your blessing, Chuck. Our prayers go with you. Well, Father John Girardi, thank you uh, so much for your kind, kind words. I uh, just have always just tried to use these gifts and talents uh, to uh, go back to one of my favorite scriptures, uh, John seventeen twenty one, so the world may believe. And uh, that's really kind of the mission statement of Chuck Neff, that what we do here at Relevant Radio, certainly on The Inner Life, may you and our listening audience somehow, some way, come to know that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. So, Father John, I really appreciate the kind words. Thank you. You're welcome, Thank you so much. Yeah, that's really nice. We've got a few minutes left talking uh, on this uh, Lent, uh, beginning of Lent, Ash Wednesday. Let's take another phone call. Cindy, listening in California, thank you for the call, and uh, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Cindy. Father John? Yes, hello. Hello, Chuck. Hi. Um, I left the Catholic Church about 50 years ago when I was six, uh, 14. Mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school and the whole bit. But I just really appreciate what you had to say about Lent. I wanted to tell you that. I wanted to tell you so. Um, the true meaning of going inward. 
I still consider myself a very spiritual person. I just don't believe in all the precepts of the church. But um, I think often people get into the ritual, not the true meaning. And I just really right. appreciate what you've been saying. And uh, I think it's very good. And Thank you, Cindy. We need to be reminded of that, you know. Yeah, we, we live I, I like the way you articulated it so well. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we, we live in such a <clears throat> superficial world today. How are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. You know, that that we often don't... I think this is the problem in our country, too. I mean, we, we talk past each other, and we don't really get to the the, 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 the the meaning of it all. And I think that Lent is this time for us as Christians to go inside. And um, I know that's, that's you know, your your journey, you're desiring that, you're listening to us, so that means you're, you're on the journey. And uh, we're just so glad that you're you're here and... Uh, you know, there's there's a little seed of Catholicism that's still in you. So, and and that's a that's a beautiful thing. And so, just hold on to that. Yeah, Cindy, thanks uh, for joining us on the program today. Just want to mention real quick, we're on Ash Wednesday. Uh, we begin our Lenten journey. Not too late to sign up for Father Rocky's Lenten lessons on the Mass. All you have to do is go to the website relevantradio.com, uh, click on the banner. Uh, on the website or on our relevant radio app. And um, Lenten lessons, uh, they started today. This is day number one, 40 days of Lent. You'll receive, be receiving these Lenten lessons, uh, a daily email, and Father will walk you through the different parts of the Mass. And also you're going to receive a daily bonus video to go along with each Lenten Mass. Father Rocky giving you a kind of a behind-the-scenes look at the different parts of the Mass. So again, not too late to sign up. Just go to the website, relevantradio.com, and uh, click on the banner on the website or on the relevant radio app. So, Father John, just a, a couple of uh, minutes left in the program uh, with you today. Talk a little bit, if you would, when we talk about prayer and fasting and almsgiving, uh, certainly the foundation of what we're doing. But I always like to to remind myself that when we talk about that, it's all about relationship prayer with God, giving to others and fasting, changing me and, and, and looking at my life and using fasting to grow in our faith. So when we talk about uh, prayer and fasting and almsgiving, it really is all about relationship. It is relationship, uh, first of all, with God and, you know, a relationship with, with our neighbor, loving God, loving our neighbor. You know, it's, it's, it's a very strange thing if, if, we were just praying and fasting and almsgiving just for ourselves or jumping through a bunch of hoops or just going through um, rote rituals without any meaning, well, that wouldn't be any good. There's a reason for the things that we do. And sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we get caught up in the routine of it all. But, um, you know, it, it's a relationship. This is the whole meaning behind being disciples of our Lord Jesus. It, it's a friendship, friendship with God is what the Catholic faith is all about, really, in its essence. It's, it's loving God, loving our neighbor, and a walk with our Lord Jesus. That's why the early Christians called the Christian walk the way, right? The way of the Lord. And so, but yeah, it's, it's the relationship that we have with God is what will make Lent meaningful for us. So it's not just a routine, but it's something where we go deeper. And talk a little bit more, if you would, Father John, about fasting. I mean, for me, fasting is all about emptying myself to make more room for God. Yes. But it really detaches us, uh, disciplines us in so many ways. We're so used to, I know I am, you know, getting what I want, when I want it, how I want it, 
And when we do without something, like today, many of us are fasting, uh, boy, oh boy, does it focus the mind. I mean, my stomach right now is telling me it's lunch. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It's not going to be. <laughs> not today. And so and this will continually remind me as the day goes on. And just a little thing like that focuses the mind. Uh, God knows of what we're made. He, he created us. He loves us. And he knows that sometimes prayer and fasting is the most powerful way that we can focus on what he's doing in our life. So I just urge all of us in an appropriate way, in a faithful way, uh, to add fasting to your life, especially today uh, and on Good Friday. Yeah, and it's not always about food. Uh, we no. hear people fasting from social media, uh, television, and I would say don't put radio on your list of things to fast from. <laughs> radio is always <laughs> very good. so <laughs> Very good for you. Very, very good for you. But it's not always food, is it? No, it isn't. And, and it's uh, whatever the attachment is, right? And we all get attached. Sometimes we get attached to very good things. Uh, you know, it, it may be uh, it may be social media, it might be food, it might be the computer, it might be gaming, it might be whatever it happens to be. But just to, to, to step apart, like that desert that you were referring to, Chuck, earlier in the program, Jesus went out to the desert. A uh, fast puts us into that place spiritually, and it's very good for us indeed. Yeah. Father John Girardi, there's the music. We have to land the plane. And I will do it <laughs> readily and joyfully well. So, Lord, With a final blessing for all of our listeners. Lord Jesus, bless all of us, Maria, Dave, Samantha, Cindy, and Chuck Neff, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father John Girardi, a gift to have you on the program all these years. God bless you. Thank you so much for all you've done for the inner life and all you do for, for our church. It is uh, most, most appreciated. Father John Girardi joining us today. Thanks to him for joining us and being part of the program. Thanks to you for taking time to listen. We always appreciate that. We are headed to the top of the hour, celebrating Mass here in about 60 seconds. Don't forget, 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with Kale Clark. We are back again tomorrow, and we hope to see you then. Have a great Ash Wednesday.